keeping a home, opening a successful business. People, are you ready? Meet your personal coach and trusted attorney, Andrew Lee. Get ready for Leave on the Loose, who will help you get started in building your real estate empire. Grow your self-confidence, find your grit, and get the skills needed to dominate the real estate world. You're a player. This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lieb. Hello, hello. This is the Liebcast. I got to tell you, I've been thinking about what we were going to talk about all week. There's a lot going on. Like the CDC comes out with a new eviction moratorium. We have foreclosures being pushed off. There's all sorts of things. I want to get to a lot of it, but Lauren, I've been obsessed with Facebook recently. It's been like all consuming. And I'm going to tell you why. I think it's because election season, we're less than two months from the election. And I'm always interested in how current events affect real estate and business. How are current events affecting, impacting current events in business? And there's no greater current event than a federal election. Like we have an election between Trump and Biden, and it's coming up in less than two months. And as you know, you can go online right now. You could go on to the New York State Board of Elections and you can register for getting a mail-in ballot right now, which we both already did. It's a good idea to do. And they've opened it up and there's a portal and you can go get that done. But what's happening is I'm finding that everyone's like on edge these days. And the world is just getting charged. There's there's all sorts of crazy going on. Uh, yeah, Facebook is kind of crazy right now. I feel that every time I go on, I see people fighting. So many people are fighting every single day. And I'm just looking at my Facebook feed and thinking, where's all the kumbaya? Like, I just want to kind of go on sometimes and just see some fun and nice pictures of families. I got this really good idea, though. I don't think most of you care. So this is my, no, I really believe that. I think you're like me, and I think that you have a headache from all these people fighting back and forth. Like, I just, I'm exhausted already. First, there was this kneeling, I think Kaepernick started, Colin Kaepernick. He was the, he was the black football player. He, he was a, a quarterback, great quarterback, and then he started losing his job because he wasn't as good of a quarterback or something like that, and then he kneeled. For the national anthem. This was years ago now. And he brought this in. He kneeled because he was trying to raise awareness for social injustice. And he was trying to raise awareness of having equality. And, you know, we do discrimination law, so we get that. But then in counter to that, as soon as he did it, there was these things going on about how he's disrespecting America and disrespecting the flag. And this has been going on for a long time. I actually, I was reading on Facebook, you're talking about this. I just read this thing by this gal, Kimberly Scott, and it's an open letter to the NFL players. The boycott is coming. That's what she says. And she's comparing football players. She goes into it about how when this football player graduated high school in 2011, that's the same year that someone who didn't make football graduate in 2011, and she parallels their two lives, how one goes into the army and respects the, the United States and salutes the flag, and the football player gets free food, free school, sleeping at the Ritz, making tons of money, and here's what she says. To the players of that NFL, we are the people who buy your tickets, watch you on TV, and wear your jerseys. We anxiously await, no, we anxiously wait for Sundays so we can cheer for you and marvel at your athleticism. Although we love to watch you play, we care little about your opinions until you offend us. 
You have the absolute right to express yourself, but we have the absolute right to boycott you. She says some other stuff. Then she goes, you have insulted our flag. This is the point. Our country, our soldiers, our police officers, and our veterans. You are living the American dream, yet you disparage our great country. I encourage all like-minded Americans to boycott the NFL. And she's calling for this NFL protest now. She's calling for it on November 18th and 15th and all this other stuff. And there's protests everywhere, protests and counter-protests. And I was hearing the irony of it all. And here's the irony. I just Because I was talking to a friend of mine, we were talking about the NHL, because as you all know, the Islanders are the greatest. And I hope this doesn't eat me because... I don't know if you saw Governor Cuomo put out a quote congratulating the Islanders owners when they went into overtime. When Because if they won, they were going to go to the conference finals. And he put out the quote congratulating them, and then they lost in overtime. Well, we're pre-recording this, and the Islanders are playing on Thursday night and then possibly Saturday night, and this is being played on Sunday. So it's possible the Islanders are eliminated. But I'm, 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 I'm hoping that we're going uh, to win. We're going to win. We're going to the conference finals first time since 1993. I can't wait. Go Islanders. But I was talking to a friend who, like this gal, Kimberly, is saying, I'm not watching no more Islanders. He's a diehard Islander fan. I'm not watching no more Islanders. They're selling their gear. They're turning off the TV. I guess they can't go to games anyway, but they're just done with this because they're saying by the Islanders. I don't know if you read about this, Lauren. I don't know if you read about this, but the NHL had canceled games. They did it along with the NBA the WNBA, the Major League Baseball, the Major League Soccer, and they canceled games in support of Jake Blake, Jacob Blake being killed in Wisconsin. I'm going to read you what the NHL said. They said, after much discussion, NHL players believe that the best course of action would be to take a step back and not play tonight's and tomorrow's games as scheduled. The NHL supports the players' decisions and we'll reschedule those four games beginning Saturday, blah, 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 blah. Then they say black and black, brown communities continue to face real painful experiences. The NHL and NHLPA recognize that much work remains to be done before we can play an appropriate role in a discussion centered on diversity, inclusion, and social justice. And what's interesting, and back to my point, on traderumors.com, there's a report that the Dallas Stars have lost season tick holders because they're supporting Black Lives Matter. Yeah, business this- is... is- majorly impacted right now. You're talking about businesses. There's this brewery in Long Island. I think it's the second biggest brewery called Montauk Brewery. And my friends over at Indy East End, that's the independent, Taylor Vesey, she writes this article about how they, the Montauk Brewery has an entire Facebook campaign about it. I don't know if you saw this. With tens of thousands of members, they asked me to be a member. The Defund Montauk Brewing Company Facebook page. Here's why they did it. Montauk Brewery had put out this sign, in a chalk June. sign in June. And by the way, the Facebook campaign didn't come out till August. But Montauk Brewery had put out the sign. I'm just going to read you the quote. The founders and team at Montauk Brewing Company support the movement with all our hearts. Black Lives Matter. We have donated and will continue to support organizations that further the cause. Come as you are. So what I'm learning, though, is that apparently saying Black Lives Matter, I didn't know this. Maybe you knew this. I didn't know this. You're smarter than me if you knew this. But apparently, according to the Heritage Foundation, because I research, I want to know why everyone's fighting about this stuff. They say the agenda of Black Lives Matter is far different from the slogan. The slogan just says they matter. doesn't say whites don't matter. doesn't say yellows don't matter. doesn't say blues doesn't matter. just says Black Lives Matter. It doesn't say Black Lives Matter to the exclusion of all other races. just says Black Lives Matter. But apparently, according to the Heritage Foundation, we got Mike Gonzalez, 
He's writing it. Andrew Olivestro is writing it. Here's what they write. The goals of Black Lives Matter organization go far beyond what most people think. I guess that's me. Donate equals bankroll a number of radical organizations founded by communist Marxists whose goals aren't to make the American dream a reality for everyone, but to transform America completely. I got to tell you, Lauren, I, you lost me at Marxist. I don't even know what that means, so I looked that up too. <laughs> I wanted to understand what it meant because, again, I think most of you, Lauren and I read a poll, what was it, uh, 62%? What was that? 62% of people, um, Americans, say that they're afraid to share their political opinions. So 62% of you, I think, are like me going, I don't know what's going on. All I know is that I, they canceled my game that I was going to watch. And now I'm hearing on Facebook, I'm afraid to say anything. I'm afraid to go onto Facebook. So Marxism, here's I want to tell you what I learned so we can all be educated together, is a political and economic way of organizing society where the workers own the means of production. I'm not saying I'm for Marxism. I'm not saying I'm against Marxism. And as we all know, Marxism has led to some terrible failed states in history, like it's turned into socialism and it's turned into communism. We don't need to go into that. Those are variations of it. But it comes from the, the philosophies of Karl Marx. But I was never sitting on my couch going, I'm enraged. And apparently people are like really angry. So I was telling you there's irony. I want to tell you about the irony. Ready? Apparently sports, athletes, athletes, sports, they are protesting and they're saying we want equality. And maybe, and I'm not saying they are right or wrong, their protest by kneeling is offensive to other people. I'm getting that. I get that. I'm not, I'm not saying it shouldn't be offensive to other people. But the other people's counter response is to protest the protest. So I just want to understand what we're hearing. To silent protest the protest. We'll, we'll get to silent in a second, Lauren. But I, I, I got to say what I'm saying first because I think this is interesting. They're not arguing that we shouldn't have equality, the second group. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. I've never read someone who believes in, like I have the Blue Lives Matter platform right here. I'm reading about Blue Lives Matter because I want to I know all this stuff. And the mission of Blue Lives Matter New York City, to raise awareness and enlist the public's aid for the needs of police officers. I'm all for that. Let's do that. To help police officers and assist each other. That works too. To provide a police officer's family with comfort and support as they go through hard times. 100% in support of the mission goals of Blue Lives Matter New York City. I'm with you. But then I go on the Black Lives Matter website and they also have goals and focus. And they write their campaign focus. Racial injustice. I'm a fan. Let's get rid of racial injustice. Police brutality. And I said this on there before. I don't think police are bad, but I think if a police officer does something criminal, that's bad. I don't think that protests are bad, but I think if a protester riots and does something criminal, that's bad. I'm pro following the law. That's kind of one of my things. They want criminal justice reform. That makes sense. Black immigration. I'm not sure exactly what that means, but okay. Economic injustice. I don't think that's environmental conditions, LGBTQIA and human rights, voting rights, healthcare, government corruption, education. Common sense gun laws. So I don't think these are mutually exclusive positions. I guess that's what I'm trying to understand. So on one note, we have this athletes, protesters, to the extreme rioters, which are radical and should not riot bad. Don't break businesses. We're caring about current events affect real estate and business. You throw a brick through a window that's affecting both 
business yeah. and real estate. Very well, against that. Protest good. Riot bad. Anyway, back to where we are. Isn't it ironic? Just a little too ironic. Don't you think a little ironic? Love Alanis. Don't you think it's ironic that what you hear the people that are protesting, the athletes protesting, saying is that we're going to protest the fact that you're protesting. They're not arguing whether it's right or wrong about inequality. And on the same note, just so we're clear, the athletes and whoever else is in the Black Lives Matter movement, before that, I think it was Antifa, the anti-fascist thing, because that was the fight four years ago or whatever it was. You had the rioters, the protesters, and they were saying, we want equality. That's the basic theme of one side. The basic other theme of the other side is we want to respect our police and law and order. I don't understand why these are mutually exclusive conversations and why both sides have to scream at each other, over each other, and protest each other. So isn't you saying, I read this on Facebook a lot, Lauren, a lot of the people that are Blue Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, you know what they believe? I'm telling you what I read. They believe that athletes and celebrities should entertain us and they shouldn't protest because no one cares what someone who's a professional, an athlete, an entertainer has to say politically. Like, why are you telling us that? Just entertain us. But isn't it ironic, just a little too ironic that you're protesting the fact that they're protesting and why do I care what you're thinking either? Like, why is it that someone who's in the union or a lawyer or a doctor? Or why is it someone who's a cleaning person that protests protesters have more of a right to protest than the people that are protesting? I think the real solution, the thing that we should all be talking about right now is we probably, I'm just guessing, have a problem in society, a systemic problem in society of two things. This is what I'm getting from listening. And I don't need to have four more years of this headache that we're all having. I know there's two issues. So here's what the two issues I know. I'm positive because I read the Facebook. And a lot of you are saying, before I say the two issues, a lot of you are saying, Lauren, this is what they always say. They say, they say, it's the media that's doing it. I got news for you. We're in media. I'm going to tell you how media works. We troll you online and we see where the most controversial issues are. And we go, ooh, we'll get good ratings if we talk about that. It's not the media that's stoking it. Yes, they're stoking the flames as they go. Don't, I'm not saying media is innocent. You could read Fox News. And you can read MSNBC, and they're both finding the niche where there's a controversy and then pushing their side on the niche. So anyway, there's two issues, and I'm sure there's two issues. And have you noticed something, Lauren? What? We're already over our normal segment length because what we're doing now is we're breaking our show instead of into four segments. We're going to do two 24-minute segments because I just got a lot to say, and I kept feeling like I was cut off. And one of my buddies said to me, Stop being rushed. Say what's on your mind. Lauren, I was reading this lady. I want to tell you about this lady before I tell you about the two issues. I got this email. But she said what she was on her mind, so I'm going to say what's on my mind. This Dr. Stephanie Willand-Narr, she writes me. She writes me an email out of nowhere. I don't a know you, Stephanie. A personal email to you. A personal email to me. But she writes it to a lot of people, I think. I don't know. She has, she has a podcast, so maybe you should check out her podcast. She's a doctor. She, no, she's not. She's a PhD. She calls herself doctor. And she can, like I have a Juris doctorate. I don't say I'm Dr. Andrew Lee. I call you doctor. doctor. I'll call me doc. doc. Anyway, only when you got a carrot, you know, like, what's up, doc? <laughs> All right. So anyway, she's got, and she's on WCBM 680. We're on W. RCN. She's on WCBM. We all have letters. Anyway, so she writes me, she writes me this email and she writes, the All Lives Matter Club is full of people just like you. 
Okay, I want friends, so I read on. You likely have been called a racist. Never been happening to me once, but okay. Even though you know for a fact that you don't have thoughts that one group of people is superior, the definition of racism. If you are like some of my clients, you have been called a racist in other despicable names just because you have more conservative or even moderate political beliefs. Again, what was the percentage of people? 62% aren't being called either liberal or conservative. They're being called, I want dinner. (laughs) I think you're like me. I think you're like me. I'm interested in what I'm going to have for lunch and what I'm going to have for dinner. And I got to tell you, I can't wait for these two months to be over and I could stop listening to this political. (laughs) Anyway, so she keeps going. Just so you know, I am in the club with all of you. I cannot say I supported BLM while the rioting and looting was destroying our businesses. And I think that's a charged statement because I don't think even the organizers of BLM support destroying and looting and rioting because that undermines their position. But maybe they can tell me they do support rioting. I would think if they did, anyway, whole nother story. Instead, I discuss ways that everyone could take responsibility for being less violent to other humans. That's good. I agree with that. Including ways that black families could stop intergenerational violence. After all, black children receive more harsh and consistent beatings. And then she goes on to research about blaming blacks for own black unrest. Everything's so attacking. I'm a litigator. I could attack any of you if I really wanted to. The sign of a good litigator is, can I take either position? And I got to tell you, why are they mutually exclusive positions again? Why does she have to say, hey, this is, I don't understand this, Doc Stephanie. Maybe you can tell me. Why is it that we have to say when someone's saying, hey, we're subject to unequal treatment, inequalities, we have to say, it's your own fault. That's not an answer. So I have an idea. Here's my idea. Ready? And then we're going to go into the law about this because there's a whole other law thing that you haven't even thought about. Here's my idea. There's two issues. I told you, I know there's two issues because I can read. Hooked on phonics worked for me. Here's the two issues. Ready? We didn't need four years and we don't need four more years to know. There's a group of people in America who believe that there's inequality towards people based on their race. Full stop. Issue number two. There's a group of people in America who believe that police are disproportionately and unfairly targeted out of context for conduct that they are not responsible for and they need to be supported and propped up in society. I believe both of those things are very likely to be true since so many people are saying it. But why don't we, instead of fighting back and forth and fight over, like my friend, he he wasn't going to watch the Islanders. How do you not watch the Islanders? And by the way, you said silent protest, Lauren. I did. No one knows you didn't watch the Islanders. When you don't watch it on TV, no one knows. And it's not like the NHL is not getting the money. They already have a contract with a TV network, and the TV network is already paying them. The only person you're hurting is yourself. Well, the point of the protest is to let everybody else know to make an impact. If you're not letting anybody else know anything, then what's the point of your protest? So what Lauren's saying is the protest is to be saying we got to get heard. And I got to tell you, I have an idea. Instead of kneeling at the flag, because it apparently hurts everyone, why don't we wear green socks? <laughs> just wear green socks to make well, the protest. Well, you're going to really discriminate against the green sock people. No, but like that could solve the problem on that sense because I think that I don't think anyone who's trying to say we need to have new policies, new laws, new t- conversations about inequality is saying I want to do- hurt the flag. I, I don't think that's in their mind. I think they're saying, look at me, pay attention to me. I have a platform and I'm trying to get attention. And then I think the people that are saying, the tens of thousands of people with Montauk Brewery are trying to say, we're offended because we think what you're saying, and I, I read this great thing, Lauren. I want to I read it to you. 
I want to read this to you. This it was this great thing. And where, where is this thing? And it was, it was from one of the people about the Montauk Brewing thing. It, it was really, really, really a, a winner, Lauren. Here's what they had to say. This guy, Rob Frank, who started the group. I have decided to start a group to show this business who their supporters really are. I'm truly upset in these, these poor business decisions. But what was good about it, what was good about it, is I want to read you what the president of the Police Benevolent Association of New York said. They clearly do not understand the difference between supporting a cause and supporting an organization that supports inequality, racism, discrimination, hatred, anti-American values, and violence against police officers. Maybe they don't. Maybe I don't. But what I do understand is that there's no reason why politicians can't be leaders. Where's Biden? Where's Trump? Why aren't they saying, instead of let's investigate Trump more, instead of let's saying, let's bring generals to go report to Congress, why don't we have congressional hearings by people that are academics that know how to do peer-reviewed quantitative research, meaning they can actually use something that would be accepted in an academic circle of legitimate research And why don't they tell us whether these are real issues? And then why don't they have policies that can support both of these organizations? There's nothing wrong. I guess organization is the wrong word, as we learned from the president of the police benevolent. These causes. Why can't we have policies that say we're going to deal with supporting our police officers? Why can't we have a public campaign to support our police officers? They give so much. I think we should support our police officers. Maybe we should freely provide them with support if they're ever accused so we can show the context and defend them. On the same note, why don't we have increased trainings to get rid of police brutality? Or all brutality for that matter. But anyway, here's what I wanted to tell you. Because, you know, on the Leapcast, what we talk about, besides isn't a little too ironic, is we talk about how current events affect business and real estate. For all you business owners out there, before you or any of your employees get involved in this fight, you know you're going to get sued. I just thought I'd share that with you. If you're a business owner and you and your employees get into this fight, did you know there's a New York State law called the New York State Human Rights Law? And then there's Title II of the Civil Rights Act federally that both make it actionable, a private right of action with money damages, attorney's fees, big lawsuits. If you have a place of public accommodation, that's where people can come in, like a brewery. A place of public accommodation, like a store. A place of public accommodation, like a restaurant. They make it illegal if you directly or indirectly publish, circulate, issue, display, post, or mail any written or printed communications, directly or indirectly, the key word is indirectly, that makes the facility, the privileges, the advantages refused, withheld, denied, make someone unwelcomed in it because of their race. So what I'm concerned about is this conversation. It's an important conversation to have. Two things. Number one, Lauren, isn't it ironic that everyone's fighting back and forth and all they're doing is protesting the protesting of the protesting instead of saying, let's find solutions? And do these people realize that when you open Pandora's box and you make these comments, you're going to have a dumb employee that goes online and they're going to say something that's indirectly racist and dissuades people from going to a certain business, whether it's all lives matter, blue lives matter, black lives matter, because the way we believe on the Liebcast, business people's lives matter. We'll be right back. Stay with us. This is Real Estate Investing with Andrew Lieb. Find us on social media at Listen to Lieb or visit listentolieb.com. 